Shake up post yeah. Chicago. We got lots of drama we'll people. See. Lots of drama. We got a lot of pissed off people. Oh man. Tension <laughs> is high <laughs> on tour for the fans, for the players. <laughs> Everyone's going through it. I think the, the only, only happy the strong people will right survive. Are Miles and Andy and everyone in Montreal. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and Kristen and Taryn. Kristen and Taryn. <laughs> yes. Everyone else is getting out the pitchforks and torches. <laughs> Maybe Brandy and Mel are doing all right. Brandy and Mel are doing all right. Yeah, yeah. they're happy. <laughs> they played. I looked. I saw Mel's Instagram post today. They played like 13 matches in eight days. Oh my gosh! One being international, and then one right. in Atlanta. I feel like every match in Atlanta counts as double. Just watching. So hot. It looked. Yeah. It looked hot. It was mm-hmm. hot. And uh, I like those though. I've never played in Atlanta, but I like the hot matches because, like Jose always told you, bad for them. Yeah. Like or bad for us, worse for them. Right. Yeah. Uh, they're fun tests. Yeah. But it, 100%. I usually love it and think of it that way. And then this time I was like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> something, the five weeks or the stress or something. I was just like, damn, I don't feel like I'm that that next level of in shape at this c- current moment. I yeah. also didn't get my medicine <laughs> Yeah, for yeah. a long time. How long time. can you go without that? Is five weeks pretty much the limit? We don't know. <laughs> you're still here yeah so five weeks is good no we do four, every four weeks but yeah no i'm joking i just it's been it's a grind to end it on that kind of heat and that kind of uh matches was heavy yeah yeah it's a lot and i mean you played with you played five tournaments in a row mm-hmm. espino hermosa edmonton montreal atlanta hardly montreal but it's funny, like with all the warm ups and the preps and stuff, even if you don't go deep in the tournament, it still feels because like I keep being like, dude, what? I only played one match. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it still gets you. The yeah, travel you and yeah, yeah travel. Still, the whole thing for yeah. sure. Yeah. And then you played, you did a Spino. I did Denver, Denver, Hermosa, Spino, Edmonton, which I didn't qualify for, but same thing, tra- mm-hmm. time change, travel. We actually came home in between Espino and Edmonton, which is a lot, and then booked a flight to Montreal. Because uh, a team said they weren't going to go, and then they decided they were going to stay and play. Oh, they double dipped on you. Yeah. Oh, Talita and Thamela, they really just gotcha. did us dirty. Yeah. Wow. They, and they didn't uh, tell you that they were going back. No, they did, which okay. was which was nice. Okay, that's good. The day before, you have to be there Tuesday, so Monday we reached out and uh, we were up to one on the reserve, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not going to play." So flights booked for the yeah. next morning to get there on time to check in and then that evening they said they were going to stay so we're on the phone all night trying to get oh. weeks i use points because the flights right. like oh, yeah. the flights went up like a crazy amount so we used points and that was worth it to like because even right. playing in a, an elite qualifier i think we would have gained points because we just blew all of our points so that was definitely right. a bummer and then we went to new orleans actually to train before atlanta and that was like i think the real feel in atlanta the highest real feel was like 105 106 with like the real temp being 95 or 96 mm. in new orleans i went to baton rouge i trained at lsu one day and the real feel was 120 degrees Holy. so we actually came into it kind of like good to go it so. was hot for sure but it was like bearable in yeah. comparison to we we're out training with joey and stuff and yeah. it was like my brain is melting yeah. like we and yeah. we were training at like one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, like yeah. right in the thick of it. Just to, that's why we went out there. It was miserable, but it was it was good prep. So I wish we would have gone longer because I think we actually would have been okay. Um, but yeah, so it was almost six weeks in a row. Yeah, not quite. And you did Montreal. you did all right in Atlanta. Ninth took a ninth. Yeah, pe- okay. you know I was bummed to lose the, that game, and like I feel like we didn't really show up. And then I watched how they Pavin and 
Gina did against Curran and Sarah, I think it was as well. I mean, they yeah, were like them. smashing people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was like, mm, it's a good makes you feel a little less bad. Yeah. Gina played great. Pavin was like Pavin, and yeah. it was kind of just unfortunate. Yeah. Sandy Charango <laughs> loves Atlanta. She does Dude, well there. Thrives. <laughs> Won there yeah, last right. year. And she was on the left too, like crushing. So no, I'm ha- I'm happy for her. Good for them. And that's a that's a solid new new pair to look out for for the rest 100%. of the, the yeah. gold series events yeah they did speaking well. of new pairs for gold series events <laughs> double defender hey <laughs> me and z the bruins running, Back to running chicago something's brewing i know we'll <laughs> see we're already scheming you know i was talking to ev about like certain defensive strategies because we played manhattan 2021 together yeah. i mean we you can split block in college and get away with pulling a ton but yeah. I mean, we, you know we played against Julia and Haley were partners. We played Delaney. We lost to Delaney, Delaney and Brooke. Yeah. And we had such a hard time blocking. Like, our blocks were terrible. Like, we couldn't figure out the blocking, defending thing. And so we we're trying to scheme, like, But you were so... That's a great matchup to play Brooke, though. Yeah. Because Brooke is so shooty. And so you guys shooty. Were, that match was, like, a two-hour match. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a grind. So it was a grind. It was, down. like, early Saturday morning elimination match. And it was, like, long three-setter. We had no practice. So, at least we're practicing a little bit this week and then a little bit after Manhattan. Um, we'll see. I mean, we're both yeah. kind of in the mood to just go have fun and wear some cute bikinis and, <laughs> and upset a couple teams that, you know, we're just thinking of all different kinds of ways to, I don't know. Do we run up every, t- do we block every time? Maybe we play two back defense a little bit. We're going to, we're going to scheme up some stuff and just depending just on, out, depending on like who we play. Figure know? out the bikinis first. Yeah. That's priorities, number one. right? That's number one. Bikinis and morale. <laughs> I was that's, thinking that's, that. I, was like, you know, I wonder how much time girls put into like figuring out what to wear versus the guys just depends it's gotta be a big ratio literally the guys are like sponsored or something you know so yeah some dudes like are trying to like make little statements here and there but yeah for me it's zero yeah like we don't even think about it are you superstitious black or white or uh i can be a little bit yeah it's like if it's working let's just stick with these kind of thing if you play a really good match and your shorts are still a little wet, you're like, let's just wear them again. Yeah. Because at some point, like, you got to make sure you're not using too much of the juju. Right. Like, All right. Well, they were great today. Yeah. I had this pair of board shorts. This is a six-man slunks from last year. <laughs> I qualified every time I wore them. Played really well in the main draw. I, I was never knocked out in those shorts, not yeah. once. And then this year, I wore them with Schachter. I was like, it's game over. You I'm qualifying. Oh, and then no. we didn't oh, qualify. So they're, they're out. out of the starting lineup. They're back up. They're yeah. good practice shorts now. Yeah. <laughs> They're working their way back into the, into the mix. I think for the girls, it's like the color combination as well. Like yeah. which bottoms can you wear? And like every team has different. Like when you're partnered up, you have your go-tos. Like me and Tony had like several. That right, we'd... right. We'll wear a black top. That's a and... lot of options. Though. Yeah. Because and then you to could switch go... partner to be like with the Zana is like. Well, so I actually went. I didn't wardrobe. even tell her this. I went to Spider <laughs> yesterday because I know that like her and Dion would wear like a brown bikini, this like green and white one, and then yeah. this flowery one. And all. so I don't know if like we'll just get new ones, but I actually just went out and bought a couple that I know that she has like the same color right, right, right. as. And I was like, we could just do that. And if not, then I just got a couple extra bikinis. Right. Just for fun but right Zana off. like loves it Zana, Zana like is she wins she beats Brandy and Mel are wearing really cute stuff too that like left yeah. on Friday brand is like the one strap stuff super cute um, but Zana yeah. takes cake on all that stuff yeah. oh she kind of always has but I'm waiting for Zia to start her own line I know I think she would kill I think she would especially, too especially I was looking the other day 
She has like 120,000 yeah. Instagram followers. So the video, oh, damn. she had a video. She had like 50,000, I think. Like she, Frito and her collaborated on a couple of things during the Phoenix Championship last year and they like went pretty viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this year during Huntington, she had a video with Dion. It's literally like she pokes a ball over Pavin's block and they win the game. And it's literally them cheering. No music, no nothing. Yeah. And it has like, a million likes or a million views or something ridiculous and she just See, I got I have two two or three reels now that went The Balance Beach one was insane in Phoenix. I know, but I don't get I don't get followers. <laughs> she went to 120,000. I'm like, if I can get 1,000 boost in like yeah. a month, yeah. that's good. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's like I amazing. think girls I think girls definitely do yeah, you guys tend got to the do a little code. bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Cheat code. <laughs> yeah, she like popped off and she always I mean she always posts I think like I don't know the garden stuff and the chicken stuff and the volleyball stuff. Yeah, it's all very good, interesting good to people. So I think that's all part of it. But totally. Yeah, she crush. She crushes. She's yeah. crushing life. Honestly. Yeah. For her, happy for her. Always rooting for you. I'm happy for you guys. Thanks. Fun to watch. Really like, the sound effects sure. already here. You're wearing a dress. We're in a dress. Studio, like, we're in a dress. <laughs> you know, we're we're Matching branching the couch. out. We're branching out. I'm wearing a dress. I was wearing a little little visor thing today. It looked like a yeah. looked like a mom almost, but. It's cute, cute mom, I guess. Heck yeah. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm fired up. It'll be super fun, and I think kind of just finish the season out and just we'll see what happens. Yeah. Wait, who are you playing? Are you playing Manhattan with Tony? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, play Manhattan with Tony, and we'll see. I don't know. It's a lesser, like a less watered down. It's wide open. Watered down yeah. women's field. I think the top team, I think Julian Betsy are staying and playing. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I mean, so everyone's wait, good. is 100% new first-timer is going to get on the pier? Um, has Pavin won? Mel and Pav won? Did they? Mm, I, I yeah, know. I think they did. I thought Mel and Pav won one year. I think they did. And Kelly's but won. Kelly's won. They're not playing together, so it'll be a new and pair for sure. Yeah, right? new pair. A new per, new pair, and, and a, a new well, person. At least one new person will get on the pier for the women. Someone's getting on the pier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Men too. Yeah, new pair. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Right? Yeah. Is there any team? No. No. No, because yeah, you you and Trevor are like the only <laughs> yeah. ones left who are on the pier right now. Right, <laughs> Phil. Oh my gosh, Phil. Phil. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All Let's right. go do it, squad. Who are you playing with? That would be. Fun. You're oh. in, right? Yeah, nice. I'm uh, doing a little split blocky action with Jake D- Jake Dietrich. Nice. Ooh, yeah. Like nice. Yeah. And uh, it was so. I feel funny. like we're gonna draw you again. It'd be fun. We've been playing in a while. Last <laughs> year was hilarious. We never played. Was it, it Fort like, Lauderdale? It's the only. Wait, time? didn't I play you this year? Did we not uh, yet? I don't think we played each other. I played other you like three last year. Right? Yeah, we played Fort Lauderdale and then twice in Central Florida. We're only allowed to uh, play in Florida. You played <laughs> twice in Central Florida? Yeah, we played first round, mm-hmm. and then we grinded all the way back to the quarters, and then we played you again. We had a, we had a battle mm-hmm. in the quarters, huh? Uh, was that the uh, one or the first one? First one, we had a 30 first 28. A Who were you with yeah. in Fort Lauderdale? I was with Jam. Jam with Jam, yeah. that's yeah. right. And then I was with Jam again in mm-hmm. Central Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But it was so funny because I'm playing the Chicago qualifier with Jakey Rutia, and I played the Norseka today with JM, and I'm playing Manhattan with Jake Dietrich. And You're so, that guy. <laughs> so, yesterday at practice, I was like, oh, Jake, the, because I was practicing with Jake because JM was still in Florida. I said, like, oh, Jake, the draw for the Norseka changed. He's like, I'm not playing with you tomorrow. I was like, oh, that's yeah, right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, how do you even coordinate practice? Like, how I do you even. Bjerk's coaching me again for Manhattan. Love and it. And he's like, when can you guys get out this week? I was like, well, I'll have to practice with you or Tia this week. Wait, Chicago. Yeah. I thought Bjerk moved. Mm-mm. Oh. No, he's, he's still in uh, in Hermosa. I thought he was moving. Yes, he did. I think he. 
He, was. Wa- he wants to get a spot in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Yeah, I thought he was like going facility. There. I think it's in the works. Okay, gotcha. Um, but he was like, when can we get you and Dietrich out for practice? I was like, well, I need to play with you Tia because we have the Chicago qualifier <laughs> yeah, on Friday. Yeah, Friday. And like, you guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, well, I didn't put the Chicago qualifier in Huntington Beach three weeks before Chicago. Yeah, what? <laughs> That was so interesting. That's not my fault. That's so yeah. interesting. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell Dietrich to come play with me in the qualifier and he can be straight in with Chase. No. So. There you go. It's the way, it's <laughs> yeah. the, way the sport goes. It's <laughs> yeah. the way it be. So we got some some interesting questions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what was the, what was, Should how many, 70 out of 100 or we something like that? more than 100 total questions. Okay. And more than 60 of them were about the AVP streaming. Oh. Let's clear the air. We have no control. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, none of them were mad at us, but yeah. I think um, a lot of them. <laughs> I mean, you can be mad at but us. But we are like Trust me. an avenue of communication All right, okay. for them. Fair. A lot of us just want to know our thoughts. That's, a lot of them just want to know our thoughts. That's almost worth sending a note, a direct note over to our favorite people over at AVP. Yeah. Just, just so you know. Yeah. This Wait, is what fans are saying. Was it so yeah. bad because of the weather? Or was it bad all weekend? Like or just people pissed well, that it's people on are two different things? That it's two different things. Oh, and they didn't stream totally. a couple games. And then they didn't stream a couple games, which unlucky with the weather. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that's really tough to what? control with that. Is but it unlucky when there's a rainstorm <laughs> and then the next year the exact same weekend there's a rainstorm <laughs> and you put the tournament there, and then the exact same we're on year four now. Yeah. And it's always rained out. Yeah. I think so it, is that Atlanta unlucky at this was point? was like just everyone's tipping point, I think, because yes. you had people were mad enough about ESPN Plus being on a paywall, which I don't, yeah. to me, I don't think it's a problem that people should have to pay no. to watch a product. I think that's okay. I don't think so either, but the international can't watch, even if they want to. Yeah. And so... I heard from mm. some Canadians that are just like so bummed because they're genuine fans. And right. It's just like, oh, that that really is lame. Yeah. I hear from a lot of people, a lot of Americans who moved overseas are like, right. I can't watch the AVP. Uh-huh. Um, wow. So I don't think that's a huge issue, the paywall thing. Like, I'm okay with that. I think yeah, it'd be no. really cool if, guys, the, if the players... You guys can pay a little. If it's the okay. players got like a percentage of all subscriptions that went into like a bonus pool. Because like if we had a players committee, that's something I would, I would have wanted us to push for. Because then we're going to be now trying to push subscriptions. We get like a bonus pool of whatever, like 10% of all new subscribers. Like I feel whatever. like Travis, you know, leading a player's union <laughs> Dude, we, is going to happen I think we need, I <laughs> Just throwing it out we there. we should do that, honestly. I mean, uh, yeah, well, so you need a things. leader. You need someone who's smart, gets yeah. all this. Gets, gets the business gets side it. of it, gets, you know, he's, man of the people. The he gets it. <laughs> he's in with the players. I would, yeah, I would follow. I feel Blindly like follow. You yeah. need someone. And my playing days are winding down. His playing days got to be winding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfect candidate. Um, but so you had the the ESPN Plus and the paywall. That's been like a consistent, uh, like sort of irk among the fans all year, which I don't think that's a huge deal. Well, I forgot. Like I, I've had ESPN Plus for a long time. So I was like, oh, I forgot that people didn't just have it. Well, also it's on, a, you can get it through like Hulu or something yeah. too, right? Yeah. But then you have like the Bally Live, which you can't watch replays. Mm-hmm. So if you either get it live or not. And I don't know. At first, what didn't work for Androids, it had like a lot of problems. So people are mad about you need ESPN and Bally Live. In Bally Live, you can't watch replays. People are mad about that. But then the, the triple whammy in Atlanta was that it was streamed on ESPN. It was televised nationally on ESPN2. So then 
if you bought your ESPN Plus subscription, which the AVT and AVP initially advertised was where all the finals were going to be, well, you couldn't watch the finals because it was on ESPN2, ESPN2. Which, you, which you need cable or YouTube TV or something. Oh, my God. So oh then God. people were mad because... So you need So you need three, three different. in one day because you had yeah, ESPN Plus for the semis on stadium, you had ballets on semis for court one, and yeah. then you had ESPN2 for the finals. So you needed three different things in a span of, mm. you know, what is that, six, six matches? Yeah. And like... I mean, you got to be a super fan to like be on top of all this. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, and then on top of that, like, the, and this is where like weather. It's unfortunate, but the men's final got delayed and delayed and delayed. And so I watched the men's final FaceTiming Deanna Craft, who was there. I remember who you was wrote there that, yeah. to watch Andy and Miles. And like, I don't know if it would have broken contract for the AVP to like Instagram Live or you put a stream on their own YouTube or something. But so that fans were displeased. <laughs> I think Atlanta was I the final that. straw. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think it's understandable, very understandable. And if there's a, a email to send to the AVP, let them know. We are happy to uh, let them try to hear this episode. But other than that, there's not much we can do for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know some of the questions were like what we think of the streaming. And ESPN Plus is fine. I don't, I mean, the product is fine. Everyone keeps going back to like, I think Amazon Prime really set up, set the standard. And it's interesting when you take a look back at perspective, like when you started commentating for the AVP, they were streaming on their Facebook page. Yeah. So when you look at that, it's come quite a long way, even with the frustration of ESPN Mm -hmm. Plus and Bally's. But I think Amazon Prime set a standard that is difficult. (laughs) Yeah, you are. I think that the Prime Days set a a difficult standard for them to meet. Oh, uh, yeah. And that was awesome, actually. And the they had, great. like, the studio after. Yeah. Which, to me, was, like, you know, half the entertainment value. To yeah. Like, and it, it was good conversations, you know, to have the, mm-hmm. the winners in the booth and, like, joking around or pissed off or what, whatever it yeah. might be. Yeah. That was And Kevin was Barnett sweet. was tremendous. They were all great in that. Yeah. 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 And I remember... But it's so hard to please everyone because even during the Amazon Prime days, people, you know, they get mad at the commentating and whatever. Oh, of course. You know, so, but now that we, we see you know, where we've gone to, it's yeah. like bring back Amazon Prime. And I don't know what the structure of the deal is with Amazon or what it is with ESPN and Bally's, but. We feel you, people. We feel you. Yeah. I think it's yeah. tough, like I will say as a player, that you can't go back and rewatch games either. So like if yeah, someone's playing really on, tough. if I'm on court, whatever, and someone else is on court one or two and I play the winner or the loser, at the, they're, we're playing at the same time typically. You can't go back and rewatch their game. Like we couldn't go back and watch Kraft Stockman beat Pavin Urango. Right. That would have maybe, maybe helped us a little bit see like, right. you know, what what they did and what worked versus, you know, like it's just, that's just as a as a athlete, that's tough. You know, from uh, we don't none of us if when we're playing, like I'm not worried about the live stream because I'm worried about winning games. Not worried about if my yeah. friends and family can watch. Um, we're gonna take a quick break from the show, not just any break. 
This is the Waiakea Water Break. Now, Waiakea has been keeping us hydrated all year long, not just with any ordinary water. This is Hawaiian volcanic water. In all those bottles you saw, what's really cool is that they're made up of 100% post-consumer recycled ocean-bound plastic. So what that means is that each bottle helps remove the equivalent of five bottles from ocean-bound beaches, waterways, and cities. So they're not just keeping us hydrated. They're helping out the environment, too. And try, that's not the only cool thing they're doing. That's right. They're giving back to those in Hawaii through the Kokua Initiative, which supports the local food banks and the nonprofits out there. Another really cool thing is that they make coffee. I'm a big coffee fan, so I'm excited to drink this product. And for every pound of coffee purchased, Waikia donates a book to a child through its literacy program. So use promo code SANCAST online at waikia.com to receive 20% off your order. You can also pick some up at 7-Eleven. Live healthy, live sustainably, live ethically, live aloha at waiakea.com. This podcast is also brought to you by AG1. That's right. It is the absolute best nutritional supplement on, on the planet. No question about it. Try and I, we push our immune systems to the absolute limit. Try's traveling all over the place. I have a newborn, so I'm not sleeping, and yet... We're both always healthy, and that's honestly because we start our days with AG1 every single day. It's the first thing I do. I make my morning coffee. I put a scoop of AG1 right into a little mixture, throw some creatine in there as well, drink that first thing in the morning, and my immune system is off the charts. I've been healthy ever since we started using this, which is about two years that we've been sponsored by AG1. I started drinking it because I knew when I was on the road, I needed to get my veggies in. AG1 is the absolute perfect supplement for that. It is a daily habit. I drink it literally every single day. Try does too. We've got a little travel package that we bring on the road with us. It is the Number one supplement for nutrition. All great athletes have one thing in common. They take care of their bodies, and a huge part of that starts with optimizing whole body health. And that's exactly what we do. It has 75 high-quality ingredients that give me the key daily nutrition and support energy, focus, strength, clarity, you name it. I write with it. I podcast with it. I commentate with a lot more clarity because of it. And yes, I stay healthy on the court because of it. Now, if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packets with your first purchase. So go to drinkag1.com slash sandcast. I'll say that one more time. That is drinkag1.com slash sandcast to get your deal today. So check it out. It's honestly the best supplement I've ever tried, and I've tried an awful lot. AG1 is the only way to go. This podcast is also brought to you by Wilson Volleyball, the greatest volleyball on the planet. There's no doubt about it. I know there's a, a couple different manufacturers out there, but Wilson is number one. The NCAA uses it because they know Wilson makes the best product. The AVP uses it because they know Wilson makes the best product. We love it here in the United States. We love it on the AVP tour, and we're seeing it infiltrate a bunch of domestic tours all over the world. You know why? Because Wilson makes the absolute best ball in the world. It's great. It's weatherproof. you got the optics spin technology, so you can be passing jump serves as well as Tri does. It's an idea, but I don't pass jump serves as well as Tri does. He's been winning tournaments because he's been training with Wilsons, and it's time to get your restock middle of the summer. Summer's just getting started here. 
in the U.S. And so the beaches are going to be open. There's volleyball to be played, and it is to be played with a Wilson volleyball. So put it in order using our discount code SANDCAST-20. All right, that's SANDCAST-20. That'll get you 20% off all Wilson orders. That's huge. So get your volleyballs, get your ball carts, get your ball bags, get all of your Wilson equipment today using SANDCAST-20 at Wilson Volleyball. You know, and my family makes a big effort to come out, but that is definitely tough just as a player that you can't go back and watch, and I feel for everyone struggling to uh, watch at home. I remember when Evan was in Helsinki and the stream didn't work, and I was losing my mind. I'm like, <laughs> what is the score? Like, because you just, you just, you care, and you want to, you want to know what's going on. So it's, it's definitely tough. I don't know if there is an alternative. I think it's a bummer we can't stream either. Um, that may solve some problems sometimes. I don't really know how all that legal, all the right stuff work for that, but. Yeah. Um, well, the AVP asked yeah. me to take down my matches from Hermosa. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's an interesting uh, double standard, it seems, in policing because there's like dozens of videos from Hermosa. I'm like, why are you coming to me? Like, I got less. We got less followers. And was it just on your Instagram? <laughs> no, it was, I put my match with the Taylors on YouTube. Yeah. And then I knew that we wouldn't be able to watch the replay of Kyle and Tim versus so Stephen Rafu. Yeah. We played the loser of. So I filmed that. I was like, well, I have it. Might as well put it up. So I put those two up. Um, and they told me to take it down, which is fine because it's probably a copyright thing anyway. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, it got its run. It always blows my down. mind that you can't film yourself watching or playing. Yeah. And like, then there should be something in there that's like, <laughs> unless it's you. <laughs> right. Like Olympics and all that stuff. You can't make any content off yourself. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Olympics, I mean, NBC pays a lot of money. For right. those rights, but they so don't pay for... us. No. no, I'm just saying in general. Like you, I trust me. I, I know where the world's world's going. I'm hearing all this stuff about actors, <laughs> where they're gonna use this AI <laughs> to like create, yeah. create actors' faces, <laughs> and not pay them. Oh my gosh! But it is interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. It's it's also tough because volleyball TV is such a good product, and mm -hmm. so now they're comparing that to the AVPs, and so I think. It's it's a tough confluence of events. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. We'll put in a we'll put in a good word. You're on the roller. Yeah, we're putting a word. We'll put in a word. <laughs> you guys send your feedback too. Yeah. Yeah. It's always helpful. Well, yeah. So we're happy to be well, your channel of communication till then. There goes seventy percent of our questions. <laughs> we will. <laughs> so we're about done here. <laughs> um. Well, let's just fin you know we'll finish chatting about Atlanta. Uh, someone asked, "How do you stop the Benish Partain train?" They played phenomenal, and so did Taryn and Kristen. They just ran through everyone, too. I don't oh, know yeah. if it's because they train in the heat all the time. I mean, that's definitely an advantage, but they, they crushed it as well. So two very dominant performances from, from those two. Not you know, shocking. It's interesting. But... Um, I mean, obviously, they're playing. Like, mm -hmm. when a team's on a roll, they're on a roll. Yeah. And they're on a roll at the highest level right now. Yeah. So they're just playing amazing. But... Like you were saying earlier, you're like, I think the only teams that aren't stressed out are like those teams, you know? Mm -hmm. And when you get into the heat in those really stressful situations, I think that it goes, a lot of it comes down to that stress and, and whatnot. And it's funny because I was in that last match, I was, I started the match and I was like, boom, I'm tired. It's yeah. Like, what? And like, that pisses me off because the way that I think that I train, I shouldn't feel that way. Yeah. But I'm at the end of a road trip and whatnot, and I kept trying to like regulate my breath. I was like, I can't control my breath right now. Like I just can't get it. 
and it was just pissing me off. And then I sucked the first set and we lost the first set. And then I switched to like, I don't think it's my breath that I need to focus on. I think it's my heart rate. Mm-hmm. Like I have this stress, this like anxiety yeah. that keeps my heart rate up and therefore I can't get my breath. And then when I shifted my focus to getting my heart rate down, it then helped me catch my breath. And then I started playing better. And then we won the second yeah. set and then yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I was just in general, my whole situation, you know, not playing uh, the best we could be playing, you know, the highs, riding the highs and lows of the season, having a whatever, a little bit below our standard season so far. It's just super stressful, especially with the standard that we've set for ourselves. And I think that those teams seem to be very light and happy right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you play in those environments and they're not stressing through these challengers or, you know, they're riding high and they, they just felt more light and everyone's kind of stressing and use burning more energy. And I was just like, these guys are going to smash whoever <laughs> they play in the final because everyone else yeah. looks like they're dying and they're kind of just like, no, oh, here to have fun. Like, yeah. it's all good. Like, house money. Yeah kind of vibe uh so that's kind of what i felt like happened there i was like this is kind of just built for them they just kind of seem light and obviously they're in their 20s i don't know maybe that's a thing too but yeah and that was the end of a really gnarly grind for a lot of teams Yeah. yeah and i think they had the most energy and like less stress yeah i don't know it's a theory yeah well you're what one and one against them this year you only played them in Huntington uh, twice, right? Yeah, I guess. Won in the quarters, yeah. lost in the finals. Both went three. Yeah, um, and we we uh, I think we didn't we didn't play well. In the, it wasn't like a defensive thing. It was more like passing and like. Obviously, they played well. Um, but I think what they're doing is they're just playing defense at a at a higher clip. They're really in tune with each other, and then. Andy's size is starting to really show through. Yeah. And Miles is just kind of a whiz back there. You could tell he's very, like, conducting himself in a way where he knows where he wants his block to be and where he knows he wants to be and the timing of it is really good, which makes it so easy as a blocker. Not that, you know, Andy's playing his best ball ever too. So it's just, like, the perfect storm for them. And I think they're just getting better. Um but in terms of stopping them, I don't know. I mean, just do it. <laughs> just got to. There's so many roller coasters and highs and lows throughout the season, you know. So yeah. if you catch them on their best day and you're off, you're going to lose yeah. at this moment. But vice versa. And yeah. We'll see. Cause Time will tell. Like we were talking about earlier, like their side out rate is good, but it is not exceptional. Yeah. They're not like, wow, how do you, how do you stop these guys defensively? Yeah. It's more how do you side out consistently yeah mm. and i think that's the common trait that we see from all the best teams in the world because sweden sides out good mm-hmm. but defensively they're one of the best in the world anders and christian for years have sided out good yeah. but it's that defensive pressure that you get like even a 15 13 lead like we saw andy and miles had a 15 12 or 15 13 lead in the first set of the finals and then they ended up losing like 21 17 because anders just like Got the timing. It's that blocking. If you let a blocker yeah. get hot, even better than a defender, right? Like defender can yeah. dig a ball, but he's still got to transition. Still right. transition, yeah. Blo- you let a blocker get involved like that, game over. Yeah. And with a guy like Anders, is like massive. 
Yeah. So I feel like Andy and Miles are sort of following the blueprint of Sweden and Norway and all these other great teams yeah. where it's... I feel like they've been watching them as well and like <laughs> yeah. trying to build their game around the similar to those teams. Yeah, where it's like, as long as you keep your offense good enough to hang in like 11-9, 11-8, 15-13, I've seen Andy and Miles go down 15-13 or 15-12 in more sets than not. And they'll win like 21-18 half right. the time. I think they did that against Evan and Troy this weekend yeah. in, in uh, yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like I was watching that match, and I was like, are you guys looking like using Atlanta's training? They would think they were just sort of like experimenting with new stuff. And then they're like, oh, we should we should try now. And it was like, and good night. They also just win, they win tournaments, and they're just like, oh, thanks. I'll okay, <laughs> we'll see you later. It's I like, know. what? I'd be on the floor crying. Like... I, I just, I mean, I guess that's just the standard they have, but I mean, that's just, they, when they beat you guys in Huntington, it I was like, I think that's just oh, their personalities. Yeah. Cause like Andy's been going at this for a while. Like, yeah, he was whatever qualifier slash back of the main draw guy for five years or wow. something. Yeah. So like these wins got to mean a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, I he, think it's just personality. He celebrated more. like when they won in Stad. He lost it. Yeah. I mean, he like ran around victory lap to the yeah, crowd and, and Miles is like, <laughs> back to work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I mean, in Atlanta, it's, it's like the weird anti That was weird. Win. That was so weird. They won like 21 13 and it was like, eh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, no one's there either because of this delay and everything. It's like, oh, whatever. That yeah. was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Weird vibes. Yeah. So now it's, it's kind of expected of yeah. them, I think. Yeah. And I don't the think girls. answered the question, but. Yeah. How you stop them? <laughs> don't know. I mean, just maintain your side out, really. You'll earn your points. It's just a matter of keeping your side Siding out high, out. really. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anyone's figured out the, the perfect defense for this jump setting system yet. Yeah. To be honest. Especially because Andy is getting so good at it now. When they first started, I commentated their first match in uh, Itapema. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Maybe you should put that away <laughs> well, for a while. Well, the problem is like. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No, it was ugly at first, but Miles is so smooth with it, right? His timing's so perfect with mm-hmm. it that even if you're a little late, you're going against a six nine guy. Yep. So he who's he hits over me, diving what do you say again? Like <laughs> too small. Too small little boy or something. <laughs> like, oh you're six nine and I'm late. Yeah. Like because you have a perfect jump setter. So I'm like, yeah, that's it's a little tough. And he does such a good job. <laughs> Andy does not swing in the front. No, he kind swings of five deep. meters of the of the court anymore. I mean, it's he, he all can hit over when you're squared up on him for yeah. sure. That's why when when you have Miles, like the most deceiving jump setter, he's like, so good at it. Like, yeah, because he can he can actually like really start his like arm swing yeah. to hit and then just flake it out. Yeah, he'll like set it sometimes where he's almost back on the ground. Yeah, it's he just holds and holds and holds, and as soon as you stay, yeah. gone. Yeah. yeah, or he can just hit it just go yeah. either way yeah. there's no i don't think there's a tendency on which yeah way. my i need to work on my timing on it mine's all over sometimes it's really good sometimes it's really bad and like useless but i'm seeing like you just do a little jump it holds the blocker for a split second yep. and mm-hmm. you get your your hitter like a block that's six inches smaller it's yeah. like I guess I have to start doing this stupid <laughs> jump setting because yeah. they're onto something. It's on clearly something. working. It's working. Even if I'm doing it like delayed, like people know that I'll hit it, you know, yeah. or I'll even like slap it over on two. Yeah. And I think it creates a lot of space for Yeah. But it works. 
it has to be like Jose said, an organic part of your game. With you, it is yes. because you option well. Yeah. You have a variety of options, and with the set that came takes, you can get that can little hold, and then he has that like what he calls like what out out or fast fast or whatever he says. But and you just like throw that little like hut to him. And you just yeah. So it fits your if game. The block's not there. I pick the speed. I'm just go hit this. Yeah, yeah. but like <laughs> you know, if Trevor and Theo start jump setting, it's not really no 100%. a part of their game. And they're doing all right without it? No, 100%. But for me, it was... I, I also like... Like, I had literally was trying to, like, sneak in jump setting, but I thought it was, like, a stupid thing to yeah. do back in the day with Hayden. Trick thing. It's like, oh, look at this. This is fun. <laughs> look look what I can do. <laughs> yeah. But I was, like, didn't feel like I should do it or that it was smart mm -hmm. that often. I did it, like, maybe two or three times in events. And now I'm like, damn, I was, like, onto something back then. I just yeah. needed to... Do it. <laughs> and then you have Taryn and Kristen, yeah. who are as basic as can be yeah. mm -hmm. offensively. And they, it just works for them. It just works. I think yeah. the girls' the girls' side is obviously different. In the men's game, you have to definitely do a bit more like experimenting defensively and doing the kind of, I mean, I don't. you don't have to do the jump setting stuff, but it definitely helps when you're playing against those huge blockers and stuff. If you but, have the ability, it's kind of silly to not use it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then you have those two that just... I mean, Taryn's so physical and hits the gnarliest angles, and Kristen has every shot. So it's like they don't even yeah. need to do anything. And that's another team. Like, extending on what we were talking about with, like, Norway, Miles and Andy, Sweden, where, like, defense travels to every tournament. Like, Kristen and Taryn, one of the best defensive teams in the world, yeah. are top five every tournament. Yeah. And Patricia Duda, one of the best defensive teams. Mel and Brandy, yeah. one of the best. Like, mm. you just maintain, make your side out good enough. Good enough. And scoop balls. Yeah. So true. <laughs> yeah. This is so true. Um, a lot of people asking about the um, AVP championships, if we know when and where. I haven't heard anything, but I also could be out of the loop. <laughs> no location. You did? Date, date, no location. Yeah. No location. Yeah, no. 22nd, 23rd. We heard time. that they were, last I heard they were trying, and uh, but that's been a while for me. Yeah. So but no location, but. Vegas, 20... Vegas was the location that I heard thrown out. Okay. But. And I think that'd be ideal. That that's where it should be. What was the date? Are you allowed to say that? I think it's on the website. Yeah. I think it's September twenty second, twenty third, which might be during Paris. So, book your flights, people. That's right before <laughs> Paris. Right before. Yeah, it's right weekend Paris. before okay. Paris. Paris next week. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Paris yeah. before that. Got it. Huh. Huh? So, don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Um, someone asked. Why don't they play out for third and fourth on the AVP? And I guess I'll have my own little spin on that. Like, why don't they? And would you, like, I think it's, for me, and maybe for a spectator, I think it's cool to, like, be on a podium. The AVP is so different that you only celebrate right. first, kind of. So yeah. what are your guys' thoughts on that? And why don't why don't we play out for third, fourth? And, what like, what's your opinion on that? I think there has to be value in it. Like, it really is extra work for us. Mm -hmm. So... There has to be more value in it. Yeah. If it's like a few hundred bucks or like, I mean, the points will be worth it. Yeah. But also like, do the fans really want to watch that? Does it devalue the final maybe mm -hmm. by splitting the audience a little? I don't know. It just seems unnecessary mm -hmm. at this point. If they could put more on the line for it, I think it could be something but i don't know just seems unnecessary yeah i think if there was like a tradition of by the time AMP, i get third or fourth i'm over it i'm like i don't care anymore at yeah. this point 
world tour i definitely want a medal i get it like the podium thing is is cool but yeah yeah i think if, if there were a tradition of podiums on the avp right i think that would probably make it different but i don't i don't know if there ever has been you don't even that you avp i think it's kind of cool if you make like i've made a handful of seconds right like yeah. at some point in my career that's really cool but now it's like literally win or bust you don't nobody remembers that you got second in events like how many seconds did you get you right. know? that's yeah. not like a legacy thing <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. on the world tour a little bit more like how many so how many like medals do you have yeah how many medals yeah. if yeah. you have 25 medals even if there's a lot of silvers and bronze it's like it's something avp if i had second and third medals it'd be extensive it'd be a stack yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i think uh i think with the avp i mean even with how deep the women's side is getting you would just see so many of the same matchups over and over, exactly. and, over and over again yeah, that's fair where there wouldn't be like you mentioned there has to be value for the players there also has to be value for the organization Audience. like the world tour is so deep that i mean you're rarely going to get the same metal matches mm-hmm. multiple times mm-hmm. so there's that novelty and there's that history and tradition of of podium being very valuable yeah. medals being very valuable and representing your country but it would be it would be redundant after a while and like theo playing for third or fourth you'd just be sky yeah. <laughs> yeah. Care, yeah. You know? that's what we did in phoenix exactly. <laughs> i was gonna say phoenix <laughs> and we were sky ball yeah yeah and yeah. so it'd be like kind of goofy and so ah, i don't know anytime we're asked sense. to play out for third or fourth in a cbva i'm like you're like no, no. yeah no, <laughs> Tie for third. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. yeah. No, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, what adjustments do Sarah and Kelly need to make coming up short in Montreal and Atlanta? And do you think they're in a little slump or are teams just figuring them out? It's a good slump. What's yeah? Exactly. <laughs> Seriously. It's uh like it's it's so tough. Like the world tour's so gnarly. Like they were up eight four and fourteen twelve on Mel and Brandy. Yeah. And Sarah had a perfectly in-system side-out opportunity for the match and hits a cut shot, Mel digs, 14-14. But if she makes that cut shot, it's a totally different... Mel and Brandy take ninth. Mm -hmm. It's a totally different story. Mm -hmm. So, like, if their slump is hinging on a point here and there... to the team that just won To the team that won, one of the best (laughs) teams in the world. Yeah. Ah, it's a good slump. Like, I don't know if teams are necessarily figuring them out. Yeah. I think that... They've played a lot, mm-hmm. and that every team plays them so different. Like I, I watch a lot more women's volleyball than than you would, but like some teams will just serve Kelly every ball, and some teams will serve Sarah every ball. But like I said, like they're one of the best defensive teams. Defense travels. And it's oh, like yeah. if a slump is their worst finish, being a ninth and an elite, and I, I love that slump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, because we played them in Atlanta, and their side out was like, I mean, I didn't look. I don't really look at the stats, but. We definitely scored points. Well. We scored points, but they scored more. Yeah. Like, that's what it came down to. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was actually very impressed with Kelly's pole digging. Mm-hmm. Very impressed. And, like, Sarah, Sarah, like, she, she'll, she's everywhere. But Kelly's pole digging defense, pulling line, pulling angle, was actually very impressive. And they every time they dug a ball, they transitioned. Like, that was something that was, like, super noticeable for us and super frustrating. And, like, because we, we scored as well. But they just scored more, and so it's 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 just it's interesting because, I mean, I think 
what they did to you in Atlanta, I think, is a perfect example of how Miles and Andy play. Yeah. Where you had a three-point lead the whole time mm -hmm. up to, like, the 28-point switch. Yeah. And then they were like, okay. Like, they're never worried because their defense, they know that their defense is going to back they're them up. Score. Even if they drop a set, like, they're never going to be worried because no. they're like, well, we're one of the best defensive teams in the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, we'll figure it out. 100%. And then they figure it out. And then they won the first set. Like, the score is not indicative of how well you played them. Yeah. Because they won that set like 21 17 or something. It was like 17 and 19, I think. Is yeah. Where, yeah. And you guys were controlling it. You were up yeah. like 10 6. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. We could have a match here. Felt set. good. And then it's just a couple little things like right. Sarah drops two gnarly short serves or like whatever. I mean, just ran. Oh, Kelly finally gets a block when it freaking matters. I'm like, gosh, I've been tooling her all game. And then right. at 19 16, she gets a block. It's like, okay. Yeah. You know, so yeah. The slump, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's high Maybe for them, they, I mean, I'm sure they have very high standards. I'm watching Jordan on the sideline losing his mind. Like when I'm watching them play, <laughs> and he's like so pissed. Because they were actually losing to Zolani and Kaylee, and Kaylee York. Their Zolani first Hodel round. And, Kaylee York, yeah. and they were losing their first round, and Jordan's losing his mind. Like, because I'm sure they just were. Whether they took them lightly or were, it was hot or they just took a while to get started. I mean, it wasn't a great showing by them until the last, till the, you know, 28 point switch. And then they're like, all right, we're not losing. Yeah. And that's just, you, know, you can do that when you're that good of a team, that's I guess. great teams do. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. Also, like, I think uh, ninth sounds really bad nowadays because it's a elite 16. Yeah. And like the worst you can do is thirteenth. Right. It's like, wow, you got second to last. Yeah. Like, yeah. but it's like back <laughs> you can in the day when you got a ninth, yeah. people are saying, "Hey, I got top 10. Yeah. Now it's like, oof, ninth is. What happened? Rough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was always top ten finish. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Um, a couple of people actually asked about um, the FIVB and the relationship. Like, why are there not FIVBs in the U.S.? I'm sure you guys obviously like. I don't know if you've touched on that never, but a couple money. Of questions. Yeah, we just don't yeah. have anyone willing to put answer. up the money. Yeah, because they were just t talking about how well um, it went in Montreal and like how good the fans were and everything like that. And I, I'm sure it would be great here, but it's also more expensive in the volleyball hotbeds yeah. in the U.S. Like yeah. Cali. Obviously, we should have. An FIVB in Cali, probably in Manhattan Beach, you know, like if if it was up to us, but like the city's not gonna give yeah. them a break and be like, hey, bring the world tour here, we'll no. give you a discount on your right. massive permit and the crazy <laughs> hotels and all that. Yeah. So I think it just comes down to money, and we don't have promoters who are willing to take the risk, um, pay the fee. Um, but if we're ever going to host them, it's going to be in this next quad when we're coming up on LA Olympics. Yeah. 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 Canada, as far as I'm concerned, Canada having these two events is like, yes, we have domestic. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. And, and Mexico. And Mexico. Like, great. And Mexico. Yeah. Like they're keeping North America yeah. alive. Dude, imagine if we hosted two. I know. Oh. It'd be awesome. Damn. <laughs> I know we could that. like skip all the other ones. Yeah. No, the flight down to La Paz was unbelievable perfect well even to edmonton too a couple yeah. hours you're edmonton like, is great like oh my gosh doesn't have a yet mm -hmm. yeah. this is absolutely ridiculous um let's see i there are a lot of questions about the um stream the streaming <laughs> it's <laughs> all lot. about the stream there's a lot um we kind of talked about this before we started but um if alex made a late run for paris who might consider a partner switch well she's on the entry list for world champs with Haley harward 
Mm-hmm. So I think that they'll obviously need a wild card to get in because Alex has no, she'll probably have frozen points, but the world champs qualification system is your best six finishes of 23. And she mm-hmm. obviously didn't play in 2023. Yeah. So yeah. they'll need a wild card. And even though we'll have four women's teams already qualified, a wild card is exactly that. Like it doesn't count. How likely are they to as get a wild know. card for, for world champs? I mean, she's a gold medalist. I feel like yeah. She could, yeah. If anyone's going to get it, I, I mean, like, because I think Laura Ludwig and Louisa Littman, unless they qualified via European Championships, which I don't know they took how a that worked. Third. Yeah. So I don't know so, how. So they it, might be in. Yeah. I don't know, but I feel like the wild card would probably be between an Alex and a Ludwig. Mm-hmm. Um, like good fan draws, especially Ludwig. Yeah. Um, yeah. I pretty likely if an American team is going to get one, which an American team will never get a wild card yeah. ever because we don't host events. Right. It would be Alex. It would be Alex. Yeah. Yeah. So. Haley would be scoring. What are your thoughts on the fact that she's just had a baby and is like, I think I can, and and seeing the success of the American women right now and still being like, yeah, I think I'm going to take a shot at this. (laughs) It is so cool that she recovered that fast. Yeah, I'm I'm so stoked for her. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Some people are just like, when did she have the baby? Do you remember like month? Uh, Like right after Delaney. I mean, she was pretty soon after. June? June, maybe. June-ish. Yeah. June-ish. June-ish. That's like two months ago. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it's awesome that she feels that good because everyone keeps asking Delaney, like, when are you coming back? She's like, well, but like, she can't just, she can't just come (laughs) back and like, right. Be good or even really good. (laughs) She has to like, yeah. Be what she was with April basically. Yeah. And probably without April. Right. Because it's Haley and Haley's good. But she's not April, you know. Yeah. Well, no one's April. <laughs> right. No one's April. But yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I think I mean the women's side I think is probably about to blow up. Yeah. And you're talking like because pretty much any team after Betsy and Julia, who actually just jumped Therese and Sarah. So mm-hmm. Therese and Sarah are now the number four team. What um, are they ranked overall? It's time to introduce you guys to a new sponsor of the show, Gooder Sunglasses. These shades are $25 active sunglasses that don't slip, don't bounce, and are 100% polarized. Now, I'm rocking a ginger soul. They are hysterically all black, which (laughs) it's just a funny name. They have so many funny names for their shades. When you go on their website and you just scroll through it, you're going to find yourself laughing out loud. They got a ginger soul, the $9 pour over donkey goggles. They have some hysterical names and there's just a, it's a fun company. The glasses are lightweight. They're perfect. Try and I are super particular about the the types of sunglasses we wear. We've ranged everywhere from all the brand names you've heard. And now we're with Gooder and, and we honestly love them. You know, anytime we try out a new pair of sunglasses, the standards are very high where it has to be lightweight, they have to be flexible, they have to look good, they have to block out the sun, and Gooder checks all of those boxes. They look good, they're fun, they're affordable, 100% polarized, super lightweight, super stylish, and they don't slip off your face. So if any of those things sound like something that you want, well, Gooder is the one for you. And if you want to support the show and support Gooder and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving our podcast listeners free shipping on your first order. That's right, you're getting free shipping from Gooder. So you can go to gooder.com slash sandcast. All right. That's gooder.com slash sandcast to get free shipping. And make sure that when you type in the code, you type in sandcast. That's all caps. So the code is sandcast with all caps. 
Okay, so Gooder offers also a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. We like all of those things. So find your pair at Gooder.com slash Sandcast to get free shipping today. So just go out, $25. Best pair of shades you will get for $25, hands down. Try and I are fired up to tell you that this podcast is also brought to you by Ice Barrel, the official cold therapy partner of the CrossFit Games, now the official cold therapy partner of Sandcast. Now, I know the benefits of cold therapy better than most people because I've been doing cold therapy every single morning for at least a year. I used to do cold showers and I used to do ocean. Now, I just pop right into an ice barrel. It is super affordable. You will get 100% satisfaction. That is a guarantee. And actually, they guarantee it so much because there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. Now, there's a lot of key benefits to cold therapy. Better recovery and performance, I can promise you that. Throughout a long season, Try and I are both going to end up playing almost two dozen tournaments each this year. And the only way that we can stay recovered is by doing cold water therapy all the time. It improves your mood. Every time I get out of the cold water, I am in a way better mood. Now, granted, is it hard to get in? Sure. Is it worth it? Absolutely. Both psychologically, physiologically, it helps alleviate depression and anxiety. It activates the nervous system. There's pain relief and management. It reduces inflammation to just about zero. It reduces stress, improves, improves your heart rate variability. You name it. It does it. It helps me just reset after a workout or just get me started for the day to write, to commentate, to train, to lift, to podcast, to do all of these things. Now, it's essential to athletic athletic recovery, but if you're not a professional athlete like Triborn is and like I am, it's going to help you recover just throughout the day. There are so many benefits. There has profound effects on mood, brain health, nervous system. It just triggers your whole nervous system response. It activates immune, cardiovascular, endocrine systems. This response then helps improve hormone production, sleep, metabolism, circulation, lower stress. Whatever you want to improve, cold water therapy is going to do it. And the ice barrel has a natural upright position for full body immersion. Even a giant like Triborn, who's six foot five, 205 pounds of athletic machinery, he can get in it super easy. Doesn't take up a lot of space while still comfortably holding up to 105 gallons. So it's suitable for anybody up to six foot six and beyond. All right. It's also incredibly durable. It can withstand the outdoor elements. It's lightweight. It's functional. It's portable. It's easy to drain and fill. It's made in the USA. Whatever you want, Ice Barrel's got it. And if you're looking for a better way to reset your body and mind, begin your cold therapy journey, try Ice Barrel and get $150 off. All right, that's a big number, $150 off. So go to icebarrel.com slash sandcast. All right, that's icebarrel.com slash sandcast for $150 off your order. Get colder, feel better. I guarantee you it is going to be one of the best additions to your morning routine, to your evening routine, to your post-workout routine, pre-workout, whatever you want to do, I guarantee you it is going to be absolutely the best thing you can do. So Get your Ice Barrel today. Let us know what you think. I'm fired up for us partnering with Ice Barrel. I'm fired up for you for getting your your own Ice Barrel. Seven. No way. <laughs> no way. Wait, You're what? Seven? Say the rankings. Yeah. In the Olympic rankings. It's Kelly and... Oh, well, Olympic rankings is a little weird. Olympic right? ranks are just different. So Until we get to 12. 
I don't know what the entry point rankings is, yeah. but Therese and Sarah dropped a lot. Okay, say the Olympic. The Olympic rankings is number two in the world is Kelly and Sarah Hughes. Number three in the world is Kristen and Taryn. <laughs> I think number five is Betsy, Julia, and number seven is Therese and Sponsel. Oh, my God. If if they were to qualify like top eight yeah. and not get to go. Crazy. I will never. I won't feel bad for myself anymore for the my first two quads. <laughs> Actually, I can't feel bad. I got. Yeah. I got COVID Still wild carded in. Yeah. <laughs> you you were due. The universe owed you. Sure. Whatever. Um. But so like any team oh after God. that is out. So like yeah. Stockman and Kraft, I don't think can put enough together. Like you and Tony are kind of done. Um. Any other team like Kelly and Haley, they just kept taking ninth and ninth, and they just couldn't get past the ninth place yeah. rounds. Yeah. So I think that they'll probably either stop the Olympic run or like stay together and yeah. try to keep building, mm-hmm. um, unless Haley goes with Alex. Um, so I think the okay. women's side's about to be in for shuffle. We'll see. What is yeah. uh? How does it? So if they didn't get like, because obviously if you get a wild card and you get into world champs, that's huge points and everything towards the Olympics. If you don't get into world champs, is there even a chance? Like if say Alex and Haley were making a run. Could they even make a run? Is there even enough events? Well, I guess we don't have the schedule for right. next year, so I think, we don't know. I think, like, literally, yes, that's possible. But, but like, you'd have no. to go and win. Yeah, they're going to go, like, literally podium every event kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Which is just, like, not realistic. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's so different on the women's side because we just talked about how stacked that is. Yeah. For the men, maybe you could switch. I because mean, Phil did it. Phil, Phil kind of did, did it. A, at this point, he kind of did it. Yeah. If someone asked here, are there any men's teams thinking about partner switches? I mean, we have three teams realistically top in the four Olympic would, race. It doesn't wouldn't make sense for the top four, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of questions in there, like if Taylor Krabs going to split with Sander. I don't. I don't think so. But someone asked that. What would be the? Uh, what would be the I switch? Don't know, I don't know where anybody would go. Yeah. Um, so I think the men's side, like five down, same with the women. Could switch, could not. Who yeah, knows? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't consider any team like not in the top of the U.S. I don't consider anyone an actual team. You're just two players playing together for a couple months, and then you'll probably split. Yeah. Uh-huh, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, who's Jim? My dad. Your dad. Uh-huh. Yeah. He oh, asked. I thought important. that was the question. Like, <laughs> like, wow, someone wow. really uh... – I th- I figured it was your dad, but I wasn't I wasn't a hundred percent confident. Yeah. Um. He asked, "How important is communication on the court as compared to pure physical abilities?" What do you think? Communication is huge. It's huge. literally like I've set, we've set certain standards for our team, like or values I should say of our team, and communication is one of them. Like yeah. one of those values that like, no matter if we're in a high or low, like we got to make sure we're checking that box. Um. It varies with different partnerships. That's why I'm, I'm like always try to avoid partner switches, because you have to reset that communication barrier. Um, but it's the difference between being great and terrible. Like it's that big of a thing. Communicating between your partner, just like literally, where are you going to be on the court? Where am I going to be covering? That's like the easy to see value there but going through the stresses and the highs and lows of season making sure your partner knows where you're at physically 
mentally uh, and then communicating that with your coach. Hey, how can I make, how can I make you better in these certain moments, in these difficult moments, or how can I help you in these difficult moments and vice versa coach a, like, this is hurting me in these moments. This is helping me. This is, and that's changing as you're changing as an athlete, everything's evolving. So the communication is the key to, um, growth and also just like maintaining a, a high level throughout a season. Yeah. I mean, it's same as a relationship, right? Friends, wives, husbands, it's, it's just a necessary thing. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I've worked with Burek for New Orleans and Hermosa mm -hmm. and, uh, and happened to get seventh in both, which is pretty good finishes for me. And Burek both times he's like dealing with pretty much like shotgun marriage partnerships right like me and avery had i think two days to get yeah. ready for new orleans and then me and jd had three days in hermosa to get ready and burek he uh before we like passed a single ball or set a single ball he was like what do you want your partner to say when you're in a rut right and what do you, like just he just talked about the communications in different situations and it was so eye-opening that i'd never considered talking about that mm -hmm. with a partner before because well then it's so different yeah per partner and when i was with avery i was like well when i'm in a rut like i want to know something like what are they doing schematically like why do i keep hitting into this and avery's like that's good that you told me that because i would have never thought of that i was like what do you want me to tell you he's like your most kids he's like just tell me to shut the fuck out I yeah, like, yeah i wouldn't have said that yeah right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was totally. so helpful because then avery he like in New Orleans, I could see him just wanting to tell me to like you just side out. Yeah, and he was like, oh, "I'm like hey. that too." Yeah, though, like with Trevor, it was is natural because he's such like a hard ass that he you could tell he's thinking it. Yeah, and and it puts that pressure on me. I'm like, "Okay, like I gotta, I like that." Yeah, uh, but if you come and like try to support me or help me, it's like I don't need help. I, right, I can get out of this myself. Stop trying to help me. Like, yeah. yeah, that's how like my whatever it is. Yeah, goes because I'm like. I'm going to get myself and us out of it. Like, I'm not going to be the reason for us to lose or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just the whole partner. Now I'm playing with Cam. He's way nicer, dude. He's not, he's just not going to do the Trevor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, so that's like part of the communication. Actually, we don't, we, we're working on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like two, <laughs> two nice guys doesn't always work. Right. I never ride my partners right. really. I'm always like, error. I'm not worried. Yeah you got the next one kind of thing. Yeah. And he's the same way. I'm like, all right, well, we got to figure it out. Yeah. That's a, it might sound like the perfect dynamic from afar. Like, oh yeah, you just want people supporting each other all the time. Like yeah. it's not always, you don't want the same personalities sometimes. Right. You need like the positive and negative yeah. energies sometimes. Um, and not negative meaning literally like saying negative things, right. but the opposites that attract kind of yeah. vibe. Because it, it blew my mind. I was like, if you told me that, I'd be like, well, I am trying to side out. Right. Like, just tell me what they're doing yeah, so I can do it. Yeah, that's not logical at all. Just give me the It's give me not the what you're saying. It's just <laughs> what it does to you that, <laughs> right. that matters exactly. I, yeah. I forget yes. what I was talking to about this recently. And, um, like, just watching Evan, I'm like, what? Like, does he even hear what I'm saying? Like, when I'm just cheering? Like, and I, I even asked Troy, I'm like, is there anything that you don't want me to say? Like, cause I don't talk much when they play. I'll just be like, let's go boys, whatever. And he's like, no. And I started, I don't, I forget who I was talking about. Maybe it was Evan's mom. I don't know. And we were just talking about like 
how everyone always just yells like side out yeah. it's like no shit we're trying to <laughs> yeah. side out like what do you think we're trying to do yeah, yeah. it's like but that's just or this one right here right. it's like yeah i'm trying to get the this fan one right communication here. is a whole different thing and it's yeah. so especially funny. when it's from family yes i have my yeah my thing <laughs> I, I, I don't it. like coaching from the sidelines yeah like coaching from fans or sidelines or anyone i'm not i'm like because now you're making me have to decide to not listen to you yeah. and like jump serve rip a jump serve or something like, like now i have to not yeah skyball yeah. is like yeah. yeah now you make me feel like i'm letting you down i'm just <laughs> yeah. doing my job yeah. you know like when it's stupid to do that in this situation yeah or even i mean even with my coaching like i've had to because we haven't had our coach on the road all season so we're like learning as we go or relearning yeah and it's like dude i don't need you to tell me what to do specifically in certain situations because i'm a field player like i want to go toss that serve up and kind of decide how it's sitting on my shoulder and Mm -hmm. how i want to hit it but if you tell me what i have to do i'm like but i kind of want to do this here now i'm hesitating yeah Mm -hmm. so it's like give me cues and things like hey these might be available like options kind of thing but not don't tell me specifically hey like the worst thing for me is, dude. Hey, they're they're uh, your high line's open. Just use a pokey short over or something like that. Yeah. Okay. I just, like I just literally in my head. Okay. Go up, do a pokey. Didn't work. What now? Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't tell me to do one thing. Yeah. Right. Just yeah. like you can tell me that it's open and that they're playing this and like let me go feel it and if it's there, boom. Yeah. But like when you tell me to do something, and hey, hit work. a cutty here, bro. Yeah. Do yeah. not tell me that. Yeah. Rip a serve down the line. It's like, dude, if my toss is out to the, or, you know, one way, and yeah. you want me to go hit that line, and I was just going to audible and do something else. Now, in my mind, I feel like I'm not doing what you told me. You're hesitant, yeah. And now I'm playing the play of being like, damn, like, I wonder if he knows that I didn't mean to do that. Or, you know, yeah. not that it matters, but, like, it's that much of a psychological battle. So, yes, communication is important. <laughs> yeah. Good question, oh Pops. <laughs> no, that's a good one. I had to give my mom a shut the F up this weekend. She's the only person I hear. And I hear it's like the negative, sigh out. Like the negative, like yeah. you're sh- shitting the bed. Like what are you doing? And yeah. she played, so she gets it, but she yeah. doesn't really like, does she really get it? Does she yeah. really know? Like, I, oh, I, I did this. Like, she's on the end line. Can she see where the set was in relation to the net? Does right. she know that, like, that was a trap set against Pavin and all I could do was pokey recite? Like, right. do people really know? Or did yeah. I miss high hands? Blah, like, you know, people. Right. do people really know that kind of stuff? And I was so, because I have Mike in the, we didn't, we had just used Mike Plachek for the first time. And um, he's in the box telling us certain things. And then I hear my mom saying certain things and i'm like the fact that i have to like like you were saying like actively try and I can't do that. not listen to her and she's the only person i can hear i mean i hear people right. yeah. but she's the only person that i that irritates me and i gave her a shut the up against kelly and sarah <laughs> and i didn't hear a peep after that and i all the people below they her because they're so into it too you know yeah. that yeah. they're like they're trying to implement can i just give a little little something to help yeah and it's like nope yeah yeah Delaney's my parents are my parents are amazing. My whole life is like literally, they don't even cheer, like positive energy or whatever. And support, yeah, they're there. To yeah, support. I mean, but they've never like, 
overstepped on a coach. Like I've never felt like I need to win or my parents are going to like, it's been very like nice. Yeah. And I've thought about it lately. Like that's probably helped me a lot. Like, yeah. no, cause there's just never been pressure on me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think, uh, it's harder if you're a fan. It's like, yeah, okay. You're yelling. We don't care about you. But when we care about that person and we, then we hear their voice more and it's yeah. like, it's just you just can't be involved unless you were in all the film sessions. Yeah. All the pregame talks. You were at all the practices. You've seen how long <laughs> yeah. I've been on the road. You know how stressed out I am right now. So true. Yeah. If you don't know all those things, then you can't speak on it. Yeah. You just so not true. in the arena. <laughs> yeah. Dee's good with all of that. Oh, she's the greatest. She's she just the greatest with everything. Her, yeah, huh? She her. won't say a word for the most part. Like she'll say encouraging things here yeah. and there. Um but afterwards She'll just say, like, if you want to talk about it, I'm happy to talk about it. If not, it's totally fine. And so, because, like... She, she knows she, how she would she, like to be talked yeah. to. Yeah, and she was in it. Like, she's a better volleyball player than I am, so she knows, like, yeah. all the things that she observed. She's like, I have year. these notes. Come get them when you want. Yeah. On your time. Yeah. That's, that's how I like up, it, yeah. the feedback. And I always take a day, and I'm like... What'd you see? I'm ready. And everything she says is gold. Yeah. <laughs> you need to take the time though. Me and yeah. Ev have had to do like, well, he needs to, cause he's very harsh with his words sometimes. And like, or he's just very matter of fact, like there's mm -hmm. no sugarcoating mm -hmm. it. It's like yeah. you literally couldn't side out when you ran out of the middle. Like that was so stupid. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm offended. Oh my gosh. So it's <laughs> turned into like, do you, cause I'll just like, do you want advice or do you want me just to listen? Yeah. Because sometimes I just want to, vent about whatever and i just need him to say you're just so great yeah, you're right. such a good volleyball player versus he'll learn yeah just, I he'll learn. that sure. was terrible you. yeah you sucked at that <laughs> one of the biggest skills in the world is listening yeah it's really a, a lot of things just come back to just listen to yeah. people in so many ways yeah we call that the boyfriend learning curve i had to get yeah. that with i am very happy that i <laughs> That Gabby, I'm always happy that Gabby's not a volleyball player. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Well, there's sometimes I ask for advice and then he gives me advice and it's not what I wanted to hear right. or it was like too soon. So it's like, it's technically my fault that I asked yeah. for it, but I, or I'm just too sensitive because it's the game just happened. So it's, yeah, we're learning. We've gotten a lot better about it. Yeah. He doesn't care. He doesn't, he probably didn't want to hear my advice. I mean, the men's game is so different. Like it you is. guys have so many, like for me, like he could give me advice on the women's side, but for me to give him advice on, sometimes I give him defensive stuff, but you guys have to take more risks defensively, I think, versus running ones and just reading and reacting. Like mm. you guys need to probably run some more plays. Or we're, Depends just, on not, your or we're just not good at listening. <laughs> <Taking advice. laughs> that That's too. true. That too. Yeah. Oh <laughs> Sorry for the loaded answer. There's a lot, lot to unpack on that one. <laughs> Communication, get good at it Important. with everything. Um, do you feel social media posts are more valuable to sponsors or to fans? And this is kind of, I mean, hmm. yeah, I think that's a good one. I think it says Frisco. I think that's Evan's, um, sponsor, the one who makes the cool board shorts. Oh, cool. I could be wrong. Um, well, if it's Evan's sponsor, you, hugely you valuable for sponsors. <laughs> hugely you tell valuable. Us. Exactly. Worth I hundreds of thousands. Yeah. <laughs> the fans should come first, right? Cause you're technically building a brand that's for the fans to watch and be entertained by and then because they're entertained by you or they have an attraction to you then they're gonna buy the sponsor's products right yeah 
So mm-hmm. that should be the priority. But let's be honest, no beach volleyball players have professionals running their social media accounts, people that are studying how to do this, content creators. And like, we're lucky if we get a good Frito or, you know, any of these guys to throw us some, some well, good awesome. clips to post. Yeah. yeah. The reels are like, but the there's, a, right now. there's an, like a massive art to social media game and you know we're just scratching the surface of it i'm doing it ourselves like i guess you could say as amateurs in that world not professional influencers um but i think the balance is to make the core of it you know 80 percent of it unbranded Mm -hmm. and then slide in like your sponsors here and there let people know who's supporting you and and whatnot and then obviously like you're going to wear the product or yeah. whatever it is subtly implement it. But like the, I'm not following someone if they're, if half their tags are like, this is water. Look, I'm holding this water right now. Right. Just like a picture of them with a the water bottle by their yeah. face. Like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. not bringing me any value. Yeah. 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 I think it's a, like you said, if, if you're a fan of the athlete or human being first, and then it's a product that is genuine to them. Like I legitimately use athletic greens every freaking morning yeah, yeah me too and i'm never sick i legitimately use wilson <laughs> every day my whole life <laughs> yeah and it's like i think we've done a good job i legitimately of, like, read that sponsors. book i was yeah, reading it did. last night Le- legitimately like- reading going through it like i just need like a, a good nugget yeah and i was yeah. just looking to find one title head that caught my attention yeah got got a few actually good that's good that's what it's there for what's there for it's pretty cool it is pretty cool it's a pretty cool book yeah you can get on Amazon. Team? Sponsored. Sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you plug right there. <laughs> yeah. See what, we, see what we did right there? Uh-huh. That was genuine. That was inevitable. <laughs> we couldn't. <laughs> but I think if you have an athlete who is genuine about the product that helps them be whoever they are, mm-hmm. then that's where you get like a really good, perfect combo. Yeah. Um, but I think you can tell when someone doesn't really, isn't really aligned with what they're putting yeah, out totally. there i'm like mm, that's a swing and a miss. Well, also when you create the content like make a piece of content and have that that product in it mm-hmm. not the post is the product right you know that's kind of the key which is easier said than done but yeah that's what i try to do you know if it's like if it's like uh your e-bike the e-bike, e-bike one was good. exactly yeah. right you're writing to writing to go get my name on the pier practice to get my name on the pier <laughs> exactly yeah. it's just yeah. Well, e-bike app. It wasn't just me a picture like sitting there on the bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Speaking of, I want a uh, sandcast tattoo. Speaking of, I want one. I want, <laughs> no, I want a sandcast tattoo if you have more. I they're, they're right up there. I would wear it. I always so, notice you we wearing get new ones it, and then I never, I just always forget to ask. Yeah, how have we not given you any? All right, done. We got a stack right, right there. Up there. Promoting. On also, I ran out this weekend. That's why I wasn't wearing it, people. I know you guys were Wonder. looking on the Bally's Live. And, uh, <laughs> all, all those fans that were able to get on. Where's his tat? Someone else asked why your hand was taped up. I sprained my thumb pretty bad uh, blocking Taylor in Hermosa. I had to throw that in there. Which Got Taylor? The block. Oh, crab, yeah. Actually, I think I posted the video where you just see me and not celebrate at all and just put my hand on my side just like... I know that feeling. Um, it's It was pretty bruised the day after. I went and got an x-ray. Bad enough to where I needed to get an x-ray. 
Um, and it's still sore. We're, we're four weeks out. Still, like, the joint's really tender. So I have, like, a a plastic on the back of it, and I just strap it to it so yeah. that it, it won't hyperextend again. Um, it's pretty limiting, but, like, I can still do everything. So yeah, it's all good. But definitely something I'm going to have to tape for about six weeks. Ugh. I was wondering on that. Looked like Sander. It was it was scary because yeah. I went to the the tent after, and it was like mm, I probably could have played in the final, but like it was kind of messed up. Yeah. And then um, the doctor kind of was like scaring me. He's like pressing on. I'm like, God damn, that oh. yeah. hurts. He's like, Oh, that hurts. All right, well, we got to go get an X-ray. It's like, Well, I leave tomorrow for Portugal, so yeah. this is great. So I literally got an X-ray the next morning and then flew to Portugal. But it's it's completely working. So yeah. unfortunately, I don't have any excuses for not winning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Darn it! No, yeah, no, I'm very happy that it's at least working. Yeah. My daughter's teasing. Nice no and nice and peeking in. <laughs> yeah. How long we got? Uh, what's our time at there, Trey? Hour six, guys. Hour six. Hour six. Naya. We want to make a special appearance. Guest or appearance. Or Bentley. Bentley. The king. The Naya, you gotta show your you cute go? outfit. Her outfit is so cute. Come here, Naya. <laughs> You're not gonna show. Here's off. a for fun question: What's your favorite post-tournament cocktail? Ooh, some kind of seltzer. Seltzer. Don't care what. Keep it light. Okay. Some kind of seltzer. Yeah. High noon. And a big high, high noon guy. Are great. Big high noon guy during six man last weekend. How was six man? It's fun. Six is fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not like, everyone's like, oh, it's six miss. Yeah. I'm like, ah, it's cool. Fun weekend. It's yeah. fun to see everyone. Fuds like, or six man? Um, For someone who's done both. <laughs> well, you've done both. Like, you've, yeah. like, been there and you know a lot of people down in the south. And yeah. then you've done this and you live here. So I think, like, for someone like me who's grown up here, like, that would be more fun than Fuds. Yeah. I've never been to Fuds. And for Evan, I think Fuds will always be more fun for him because yeah. it's just. That's what if it's a random person? Yeah. You get to go to one. Ran a person from Hawaii. Fuds. Fuds over six so. man. Yeah. Also, six man is not what it used to be. That's what I hear. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's fraction. Fuds is like triple the size of six man. Oh, is Easily. it? Easily. Yeah. Oh, it's that big? Yeah. Because yeah. six wow. man is just like, you have sixes. I was thinking the opposite. Fuds I was thinking like six man week. would be bigger. Fuds is like a full week yeah. of like doubles, co ed doubles, really? co ed quads, quads. Like, yeah. It's you have legitimately like a mile and a half of courts. Oh. Full. It's like that. Where is it again? Florida? It's in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. And you can, like, the main court is next to the boardwalk of, like, a triple-decker bar. Dude, why don't they put some money in the finals and, like, put a real event on? It's Well, some what's amazing event here. is that they don't have to. Right, that's true. And so the tournament director, Mike Merrick, is yeah. probably just like, like, why would he? Yeah, that's a good point. Same like, as Seaside, right? Yeah. Like, some of the best crowds. Yeah, but Seaside is expensive to get to. Right. Which, Seaside, I feel bad for Seaside. Because the AVP pulled out of Seaside, they canceled the tour series, oh. and then they put the Chicago qualifier on the day of Seaside. Oh come on! Yeah. And so Seaside is Living. pissed. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. They, they're not even using Wilson. That's such a great sport too. Moles. For <laughs> oh I mean, gosh. such a great event for the sport. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, that is a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> I need to do Fuds. It's a bucket yeah. lister. Yeah, that'll be on the on the Santa Cast tour. That RV yeah. tour. Yeah, I'm still. I'm trying to picture the wrap. I'm thinking maybe a big yellow bus. Maybe we get a school bus. Maybe. We wrap we, it. <laughs> oh, man. Your sponsor logo on it. 
pay for the gas. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What's your post favorite post tournament cocktail? Oh, cocktail? I know. I kind of went off on it. I usually... Um, I got excited. I don't know. I used to like just like beers. Lately, my stomach's been bugging me after tournaments. I don't know what's yeah. happening. So beers have been too heavy. Actually, into old fashions. Nice. Maybe. Hold the simple syrup. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, but yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. The night. You know, it's different. It's the vibe, yeah. you know? Where you, what, where, what city you're in. Do you have another event yeah. coming up? Mm-hmm. Is it end of the year? Vibes. Yeah. Is there a good after party? Which is never the case anymore. <laughs> I think Chicago is probably the best party now. Oh, Manhattan. Yeah. Or Denver. Tom Davenport does a he treats the players so well he in Denver. Does, yeah. He throws he a players great. party every year. Yeah. Oh. Gets them free drinks, free yeah. conas this year. He's the only one now. Yeah. He's, he was he's awesome. awesome. Man yeah. of the year. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> well. One more? We good? Anything I don't know. Anything left? I mean, you know, we can always answer questions on the next one. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's a good stopping point. Good stopping and point. And on a positive. Well, and on a positive. Good no cocktails. More, no more complaining <laughs> yeah. about. We're still looking for uh, to dial in an alcohol sponsor. So hopefully we can have our favorite cocktails on the podcast. If you want your alcohol to be featured on this podcast, reach out to us. <laughs> <laughs> Find us anywhere. Find us Find wherever. Buy our book. Anywhere on the beach. Seth, good yeah. to have you back. Good to have everyone back. Yeah. We've done this in a long being time. Here. It always feels like every time I show up, I'm like, I feel like I haven't been here in a long yeah. time. Just been holding down the fort while you guys have been world traveling. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. <laughs> How's the baby? So fat. So, so fat. fat. Yeah. It's he's funny awesome. how that's like a compliment with kids. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, fat. Oh, nice and healthy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's off the charts. He is uh, not fitting in 12 month old clothes. <laughs> how, how many months? He's 18 weeks. Three and a half months. Eight. <laughs> that's. He's smart. a hoss, dude. I went to put him in this onesie I picked up at Fiesta Hermosa. Hostin. Hostin. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Add that to his many Austin's nicknames. On. I was like, D, I feel like I'm choking him. Is this onesie? Is this like the wrong onesie? She's like, no, that's a 12 month old onesie. It's like, oh, oh my <laughs> god, that's that is not right. Yeah, he's a big boy. Dang, yeah, he's great though. Good. He's starting to smile and laugh. It's it's awesome. He's turning into There's a little no, human. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was a hit at six, man. Was just oh. surrounded by beautiful women. <laughs> We're gonna have to humble you down, kid. Yeah, exactly. This isn't the real world. This yeah. isn't real life. <laughs> yeah. So on that positive note, roll out. Shoots. Shoots. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>